Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities, and we pay a humble, modest tribute to Ray Sawyer, who was uh, one of the lead singers of the band Doctor, lately, or later on, shortened to Dr. Hook. And um, the first time I saw them, well, the only time I saw them in person uh, was back in Buffalo when uh, there was a mall called the... Um, was called um, Boulevard Mall. The Boulevard Mall in Buffalo, New York used to have free concerts sponsored by another radio station, uh, the Mighty Mighty WKBW 1520 AM in Buffalo, New York. And back then, uh, they were the tastemakers. They could um, broadcast a very long distance. And in fact, if you're in Hillsborough now, Hillsboro, North Carolina, you can, uh, on certain nights, still tune in to 1520 AM and pick up uh, WKBW, but they don't play music anymore. Now it's sports talk. Sports talk. How about those bears? Anyway, so they used to hold free concerts, and I used to see bands like The Runaways, um, Orleans, who did Dance With Me, and still the one that was their big hit. Austin Roberts, who had a big hit with Rocky. I don't know if it was a national hit, but it was a big hit in Buffalo. And one of the bands that played there was Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show. This is, um, I can't remember what year it was, but they were fun. They had a lot of fun on stage. They always looked like they enjoyed what they were doing, and they were competent, very good, you know, pretty good musicians. And uh, this was right around the time where they had that big, um, big hit with a little bit more. Um, but um, before that, they toured up and down the United States, and they sh- they landed in Boulevard Mall, and I saw them, and they were okay. Anyway, Ray, Ray Sawyer is the guy with the, the eye patch, and he died at 81 a couple weeks ago. And what I did not know was that Ray Sawyer started recording in the in 1960 in Alabama uh, on a small label there, and only later on, through a series of uh, meetings and things like that, hooked up with these guys. And um, one of the guys he hooked up with was Shel Silverstein, who uh, wrote Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show's first two albums, including on the cover of The Rolling Stone, Sylvia's Mother, which was a big hit. And uh, their original music, not so good, but um, had a charm to it. Anyway, uh, Ray Sawyer quit the band in 1983 to to uh, devote his life to a uh, solo country career. But in 1977, he uh, recorded a solo album called Ray Sawyer. Very serious. And he recorded a video that they played a lot when uh, the news of his death uh, surfaced. And uh, here's the song from it, along with a couple of other songs uh, that Ray Sawyer sang. This is maudlin. I don't like this at all, but Ray Sawyer existed. He was he was a good good fun guy. I don't know. I'm gonna shut up. When obligations No, 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 no. Here it is. She'd snuggle up and talk to me each night as I'd watch TV. I'd teasingly call her chatterbox. Then one night She said, don't be scared, 
I see an angel on the stairs. Daddy, can you hear the angel talk? One more year of lollipops, ice cream cones and soda pop. One more year of daddy's little girl. One more year of cracker jacks, bubble gum and sugar smacks. One more year of daddy's little girl. I took her in my arms upstairs, and as she said her nighttime prayers, I felt a fever burning in her head. She gave thanks for mom and me, and said I heard my angel speak. Daddy, this is what my angel said. One more year of daddy's little girl. One more year of cracker jacks, bubble gum, and sugar smacks. One more year of daddy's little girl. Her faith grew strong, her body weak, and soon my frightened eyes could see there was nothing on earth that I could do. One year later, to the day, in her sleep she slipped away, and I knew what she had said and heard was true. One more year of lollipops, ice cream cones, and soda pop. One more year of daddy's little girl. One more year of daddy's little girl. One more year of daddy's little girl.
to drown in my tears You know I'm gonna miss you After all these long years Well, you know that I love you You know that I care Gonna find you, baby Follow you everywhere Why did you feel my heart You know I can't stand Can't stand goodbye You gave me the right To love you The way that I do You gave me the right To kiss you The whole night through Nice say you're gonna leave Why did you fill my heart with all those lies when you know I can't stand, mm, can't stand goodbye? Well, I guess I'll try to make it through this lonely night. Why did you give me, give me the right? Why did you give me? I don't feel much like smiling today If nobody minds, I'm gonna let my mind slip away Cause I don't feel much like feeling your way All my dollar bills are turning into nickels and dimes If things got worse I couldn't get more behind So it don't matter anyway <laughs> It's one of them old days And someone's hanging me out to dry And I don't feel much like smiling today Ain't taking no chances, I'm giving no answers away Thinking about drinking about a pint 
and I just might Cause I don't too close to the sun and the bright burning flames changed his wings and his name to remind him how far he had come on the banks of the yellow And a young man with more than a lot on his mind Sits and stares out across the desert sand Red-winged blackbird In flight from the lies and the life he had lived, he'd return, but he did not know when. For the young man, his flight had a magical meaning, and the day after that, he was gone.
Pretty awful stuff. Pretty typical country music trying to ingratiate himself, but just having fun. You know, the Dr. Hook uh, demographic just wants to sit around and drink and have a good time. Well, back then they did. Anyway, uh, that was a set of Ray Sawyer, who was in the Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show. He was the one who wore the eye patch and sang the silly songs like Clyde. Clyde played electric bass. Written by J.J. Kale. He was also the guy who wrote Cocaine with for Eric Clapton, or in spite of Eric Clapton. Anyway, here's some more music for you now to enjoy from me to you, is what I'd say. <laughs> Stars in my eyes I'm so in love 
in your hands Great day There's a bells in my heart Yes, it's peace to my mind Just to know that you're for me has made us one mine, I'm yours, you see You sent to my heart Love is paradise Great day There's bells in my heart I've locked you in my heart I've thrown away the key no escape for you, for you belong to me. So please don't ever leave me. Don't say that you don't care. I'd follow you around. I'd find you anywhere. It's joy and ecstasy. You're just the one for me. Great day, there's bells in my eyes. It's joy and ecstasy, you're just the one for me. Is it ever gonna happen? Is it ever gonna be? Is it ever gonna happen? Maybe not to me. Oh, it's well, 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 tell, tell, tell me. And I got a funny feeling. The feeling's going round. Got a funny feeling. Maybe not a time.
violent version of I Want to Hold Your Hand um, by uh, the old band from one of the dudes in ZZ Top. I just don't care about care about it enough to look it up. Um, before that, members of the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The band was known as, uh, let's see, um, Gene Carroll and the Shades. And... Um, Gene Carroll was another name used by Mean Gene Okerlund of the uh, of the WWF, who died recently. But many people don't know that he had a singing career. Um, and another thing that I did never knew about uh, Gene Okerlund was that he had three kidney transplants in his life. Three kidney transplants. How is that possible? Anyway. Uh, and before that, uh, the first release by um, Ray Sawyer on that small label in uh, in um, Alabama. Ah, oh, boy. Here's more music for you. If they ever dropped the bomb you said I'll find you in the flames But now we act like people Who don't know each other's names Well, sometimes it makes me sad Sometimes it makes me smile Cause you know how the game goes, honey We all eat it once in a while Scissors cut 
Yeah. 
the black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks. Can you dig it? Who's the cat that won't cop out when there's danger all about? Right on. Black private eye whose mastermind has got him what he wanted. Shaft. Shaft is the man. on the case. I mean, he gets it all together. Huh. Yeah, he's bad, 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 Let me make you feel 
Who splits your heart in a zillion pieces Chef! Baby, you'll blow your mind Girl who blinds your eyes with a trillion kisses And rocks you deep and turns you tight Cracks your back in a billion pieces hmm? Chef! Baby, you'll blow your mind The man's trouble, he's been to my house Oh, now he's a smooth cat and knows where it's at A bad spade don't pull your blade A super brother, a gone mother A cool dude and troubles his food John Eyelids crinkle and cut your pulse to zero nine. Who freaks you out till you're downright simple? Shut. Baby, you'll blow your mind. Hey, hey, hey. Baby, he'll blow your mind. That's right, he will. Hey! That was good fun. That was uh, O.C. Smith theme from Shaft's Big Score, which was a sequel to the original, and as you can hear, very, very reminiscent of uh, the original. Um, hang on a second here. I messed up. Okay. Um, I'm going to do this. Oh, okay, I can do this. All right. O.C. Smith, yes, blowing your mind from Shaft's Big Score. Before that, Willie Hutch with Gimme Some of That Good Old Love from the movie Foxy Brown, which I mentioned before. And Pam Greer came back. I think she was in a um, Taren, Quentin Tarantino movie, right? Jackie Brown, yes. Jackie something, I don't know. Before that, Sammy Davis Jr. with the... Uh, with a, with a cover version of Shaft with uh, different lyrics called John Shaft, which is not to be confused with Shaft. They're the same song, pretty much. And before that, Sonny Smith with the theme song, the title song from Super Spook. And I had to edit a word out of that. Um, I was a little late for it. But you know what? Nobody's perfect, are they? Hey, this is Gilbert Neal, and you're listening to D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. On WHUP FM dot org, we operate efficiently on a modest budget. You know, like humble folk, we we do. Funds raised during the year will be used for technological upgrades. These microphones are wonderful; I love them. Add remote broadcast equipment and increase our live music capacity. And you know that Ken Ray Wildman sometimes comes here and we play and. 
with increased um, patronage on your part, we can we can be um, more efficient in that regard. And um, let's see what else. Oh, uh, expand our community outreach and services, which is always the goal of uh, community. Um, how you say cornerstone like WHUP, and your support will help to make that happen. So I appreciate anything that you can do for us. And uh, this has been a wonderful experience. This is show 25 or 26, I'm not sure. But we're almost half of the way through the year, and I'm not even close to running out of ideas for new shows to entertain, bemuse, bewilder, and perhaps even intimidate you. So we're coming up on the end of the hour, but before I play the next music, I wanted to talk a little bit about... Something that is going ahead, and I never thought that it would. That is the plagiarism case against Robert Plant and Jimmy Page regarding the song Stairway to Heaven. Now, allegedly, the opening riff of Stairway to Heaven was stolen from a song by the name of, by the song called Taurus which is an instrumental song by a group called Spirit. And um, Randy Wolf, who was uh, the lead singer and guitar player for the band Spirit, uh, better known as Randy California, uh, I had read an interview where he said, long before he, um, he's dead now, but long before that, he had said that he didn't want credit necessarily what he wanted was for led zeppelin for the guys in led zeppelin to just say yeah we took this from randy california we toured with with spirit and we liked it and we nicked it as john lennon would say but he didn't want them to formally credit him he did not want a copyright he did not want any of that stuff which makes this lawsuit kind of Strange. It felt. It feels like it was a ticking time bomb that the the people who run his estate, Randy California's quote unquote estate, have been waiting to do for a long time, and I'm not sure what, what's motivating them, them now. But two things stick in my mind. Well, first of all, uh, WHUPLP Hillsboro. Um, two things stick in my mind. First of all, Randy California, who was the person who wrote Taurus, didn't want this to happen, and they are going directly against his wishes. But the second thing I would say is that you know that Robert Plant and Jimmy Page were notorious for stealing stuff and not giving credit until they were backed up against some sort of legal wall. So it does not surprise me one bit if they heard this on tour and said, wow, this is really neat. And then a couple of years later, when they were searching for ideas, they came across this, um, <clears throat> excuse me, what is known as um, a minor line cliche, which is da, 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 which every songwriter uses. Um, so I don't know if there's any sort of legal backing for it or whatever, but I'm going to let you listen for yourself. I'm going to play a set of spirit. The first song is Taurus. So you can hear the awful out of tune guitar, but nicely orchestrated song, not a bad song at all. And then I'll play you a song from their most famous album, which is the uh, 12 dreams of Dr. Sardonicus. And then I'll play you some crap that they did in 1980. Away we go. What do you think? You be the judge.
my hand Go to Potato Land It's time for Potato Land Let's all go to Potato Land, everybody Let's do that thing that he said to do another song I owe to Gary Storm WUWU in Buffalo thanks Gary so potato land keep your eyes open for potato land Yes, do that thing that I said. Hey, that was Spirit with Potato Land theme. Something you might not know about traffic if you are not, if you're someone who does is not familiar with them, and um, you know a lot of people aren't. One of the members of the original, most successful version of uh, Spirit was a guy named Jay Ferguson, and he had a couple of uh, yacht rock hits in the late seventies. One was um, uh, Shakedown Cruise, and the other one, the big one, was um, uh, Thunder Island. Do 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 do, yeah yeah yeah, I'm a lady, and the sun with a face undone, down on Thunder Island. And that record was more successful than anything that Spirit did. But before uh, Potato Land, you heard um, the most famous track off of their top-selling album, The Twelve Dreams of Dr. Sardonicus and uh, Nature's Way. And before that, I played uh, Taurus. So what do you think? Was that uh, ripping off or is it just a cliche that uh, Led Zeppelin borrowed among many other artists? Uh, Stevie Wonder among them. <clears throat> uh, folk singer Paul Reindaller out of Buffalo, New York also made a very famous song with that uh, cliche, but that was just a hit up north. <clears throat> anyway, my name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities uh, on WHUP-FM. Uh, we are an all-volunteer community radio station. More than 300 creative folks and me from around the triangle making significant contributions of time and energy to help make this station a reality. That level of participation and commitment is at the core of our mission to export what's great about Hillsborough and the greater triangle to the rest of the universe. And I am but a small part. Excuse me for a second. But a small part of that. So, onward we go. So, I have an interview queued up with my good friend, Elliot Randall. But first I'm going to play some songs for context. Uh, he was in a group called the Tingling Mother Circus. And he will answer my seven questions about Tingling Mother's Circus. But first I will play you two songs from Tingling Mother's Circus and a song from his first solo album called Elliot's Island. I hope you like it. (laughs) 
I keep hearing you're concerned about my happiness All of that thought you're giving me is conscience, I guess If I were walking in your shoes, I wouldn't worry none You and your friends don't worry about me, I'm having lots of fun Cousin flowers on the Give me 
Hello. Let's see how this goes. Ready? I'm going to give it a try, and if it doesn't work, yes, it was. Oh, yes, it was. The rhythm section for Tingling Mother Circus was actually the house band for Musicore Records. They were one of the last labels to have a staff of regular studio musicians. It was a great learning experience for the young me. The in-house producer, Bob Schwartz, was a very interesting fellow. He looked remarkably like Phil Spector, and he was on a quest to find something new and different in the newly emerging psychedelic music scene, along with his very commercially oriented background. (sighs) Was Tingling Mother Circus a conventional band in the normal sense of the word? Were there live performances or television appearances? This is the first I've heard of it. What does the Magic 8-Ball say when you... Okay, this is not working out. But you know what? It's live radio, and this is the sort of thing that that happens. Were you the leader of the band? Well, the object was indeed to turn it into a conventional band. But as the political scene within the record company was changing, funding wasn't available to see it through. We wound up doing one television appearance in Cleveland, though. Were you the leader of the group? In a sense, I was the de facto leader. Schwartz made use of my schooled background to write arrangements for the band and was keen to listen to my ideas, some of which worked better than others. Uh, As for my guitar playing sounding aggressive, I think it speaks for a particular phase of my musical development. What's What's the deal with the female singer? Oh, Andrea most certainly was. We had a lot of fun together. We were one big gang. How did the band break up? Oh, lack of support from the record company, and with no real management or guidance, we all just went our separate ways. Though some of us worked together in the same bands and circles subsequently. Jeff Troy and I had two or three bands together, and I wound up taking drummer Billy Williams with me when I joined C-Train in 1969. Did you ever play this stuff for Becker and Fagan? Well, did you? Becker and Fagan? All right. Well, that didn't work out. Anyway, there's got to be a better way, and I'm sure that I will figure it out this week. But, um, hang on a second. Yeah, that was terrible. Okay. So, sorry about that, but Elliot Randall gave us a little insight into what it was like to be in a band called Tingling Mother's Circus. And um, I think that I've, in the last two weeks, played more of Tingling Mother's Circus than any DJ in the history of the world. So... At least I have that going for them. Uh, I don't know what's coming up now, but I have about a half an hour of music left on whupfm.org. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. We are in the middle of the Begathon. You know, we're not selling mugs, tote bags, or other swag to bribe you into supporting our station, and we're not giving away lottery tickets for exotic trips you have little or no chance of winning. All we offer is top-notch music and talk shows hosted by a talented and passionate group of the community's finest radio personalities. But that's a lot of stuff to offer, isn't it? Anyway, hope you're motivated to maybe check us out online, whupfm.org. DJ School. He's gonna make it right to the top. That crazy moving, grooving kid who just won't stop He's gonna rearrange the good old status quo 
and get it all together with the things he's got to know. He's gonna make it, he's gonna make it, he's gonna take this cockeyed world and shake it. He's gonna show them he's a winner in the end with a little bit of luck. And a little bitty barefoot friend. That he's too young He makes his mind up That he'll wind up number one And the whole wide world Will know that he's around The weather cats get uptight And try to put him down He's gonna make it He's gonna make it He's gonna take this cockeyed world And shake it He's gonna show them He's a winner in the end With a a little bitty barefoot friend
as he primes himself to go. He thunders towards the sky with a surge of steel beneath him. He'll challenge death to please the crowd below. Toe to toe, the man against the canyon, and the canyon seems to dare. Come jump me if you can. He gave a solemn word, and he knows he can't turn back now. He must face a test no man has ever known. song so well you know that was a guy by the name of john culleton mahoney singing the ballad of evil knievel from 1974 and the reason i remember that so well is because when i was a little baby that song used to play in buffalo all the time and um the reason for that might have been because this was released on the amherst record label and the amherst record label was um, owned by a fellow named Lenny Silver up in Buffalo, New York. And uh, Lenny uh, owned a chain of record stores. Let me take you back to my old days in Buffalo, New York. Maybe I can share a song or two, a story that might make you feel a little better about your own life. Anyway, uh, when I was a kid, I used to think the dream would be to work in a record store. And finally, 
Remember last week when I was telling you about subletting all those apartments? Well, I had to pay somehow for these subletting apartments, and I had two jobs. One of them was um, soliciting funds and selling memberships to the Buffalo Philharmonic, um, and the other job was working at Record Theater, which was this chain of record stores that Lenny Silver owned. And um, he was also the guy who signed Glenn Mendaro's and convinced Bobby Brown to rap. Uh, that's another story entirely. So um, I interview at Record Theater, and I'm thinking, man, this is going to be awesome. All day long, I'm exposed to these records, albums. I can tell people all about Godly and Cream, and I can tell people all about uh, The Move and ELO and all this stuff and which solo albums by the Beatles you should buy. And I'll be like a connoisseur. And I'll know, I'll know so much more than anybody who works here. So I go to, go to the interview, and um, Lenny Silver sits me down and says, so how much do you think you should be making an hour? And I said, well, I was thinking maybe I could start at 10. And he said, well, how's five? And I said, okay. That was the minimum, minimum wage. And so that's where I started. Come to find out very quickly that working in a record store is not fun because it has almost nothing to do with records and music. It has everything to do with selling stuff, with operating the cash register. And at the time, there was a ticket office in record theater. And I would have to run the tickets into this database. And I was, I was an ape. I didn't know what I was doing. So these people would come up to me in the counter when I was doing ticket duty, which was something I dreaded. And uh, they'd say, well, I want front row seats to see the whispers or I want front row seats to see Bobby Brown or I want front row seats to see uh, Anthrax or Leonard Skinner or whoever was coming through town. Uh, well, the fake Leonard Skinner. Anyway, and I had to go through this rigmarole and it's really difficult. It's not like today when you have all these computers and stuff. Everything was paper. Anyway, I worked for Record Theater for a very, very brief amount of time and uh, got very disillusioned very quickly and stopped working there one day. I don't think they even noticed. Maybe they're still waiting for me. I don't know. Before that, Marvin Gaye from the um, Trouble Man soundtrack, T Plays It Cool. And before that, um, the opening credits to a movie that Walt Disney did called The Barefoot Executive featuring Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, here's a trivia question for you. What were Walt Disney's last words before he shuffled off his mortal coil? They were, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Can you imagine Walt Disney, a year, just, just a career that nobody had equaled, winning so many Academy Awards, and his last words were, Kurt Russell. You know, I hope my last words are to Kurt Russell. I can, I'm practicing now. They're not going to be Kurt Russell. I'm telling you. And they call her the unholy roller. If you get to know her, maybe you find the lady that's hiding inside.
that was awesome. That was Marvin Gaye and the theme from Trouble Man. Some people say I'm kind of a trouble man. Uh, Human Resources says that. Before that, a little slice of trivia. Thanks to my good friend Rick Runyon, who's also the man who came up with the name of this show. And he um, knew that the, 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 the movie Unholy Roller from 1972 was um was it Martin Scorsese one of his early movies Martin Scorsese uh I think edited it or produced it or something let me see what he did what did he do well Martin Scorsese did something to it and that's why we remember it's a, a gritty down and dirty roller derby movie from 1972 it predates um Kansas City Bombers with Raquel Welch and um Rollerball with James Kahn. Uh, Unholy Roller from 1972. The theme, Stay Away from Karen by Louie and the Rockets. Whatever happened to Louie and the Rockets? Well, this is Gilbert Neal, D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities on WHUPFM.org. And we're winding down another beautiful, wonderful Saturday show. And this is the Begathon, so I'm asking you one more time. Please consider coming on our website, getting on our web, going on our appearing on our visiting our website at whupfm.org and making a contribution you know a cash like contribution and all your contributions are tax deductible hence the .org and we promise not to mine your data notify the thought police of your this is written for me thought police of your listening habits or otherwise invade your privacy or your privacy, other than to warp your minds with our penetrating blend of music and conversation. And I thought that my prattle was pernicious. Well, anyhow, thank you once again for joining me. I'm going to play this song because it should take me up to the top of the hour. But even if it doesn't, you'll hear me from another week um, on Rivendell. Thank you for joining me. Uh, please visit me on the Facebook uh, let me know that you're listening. Let me know that you like what I'm doing. If you have any requests or any ideas for any shows that center around the late 60s or the entire decade of the 70s, please let me know. And I will do that thing and I will make that thing happen. I will. Wait a second here. Oh, I know what I did wrong. Okay, hang on a second. Music.
you hear me? I've been talking very loud. You sure are sleeping sound. Your hands are very cold. Is something wrong? There are so many things I meant to say. Oh, Hannah. I'm too late. Streaming live at 1047. Streaming live at WA. It's the show where we look back into the past.